Chapter 5 of The Christian Nurse and Her Mission in the Sick Room. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare in County Antrim, Northern Ireland, situated in the northeast of the island of Ireland. The Christian Nurse and Her Mission in the Sick Room by Francois Xavier Gautrelet. Translated by John Mason Neal. Chapter 5 of the faults which we must guard against in attendance upon the sick. If it is important to acquire the dispensations of which we have just spoken, it is not less so to avoid the faults which we are about to point out, and against which we have every need to be watchful. It may be easily conceived that the service of the sick is always painful to nature. It sometimes becomes excessively difficult and laborious, whether on account of the sickness which repeals and increases our natural repugnance and exacts further care, constant self-denial, and expenditure of labour, or whether on account of the sick man, whose coarseness, ingratitude, or stupidity seem incapable sometimes of killing the most ardent zeal and the most active charity. Very often, alas, his impatience, his bad temper, his rudeness are apt to discourage us. With the best will in the world, we are tempted to reply harshly to exactions which are not only unjust, but sometimes even ridiculous. It may also happen that to all these causes of dislike may be joined another not less powerful, and that the consideration of the vices of a person may inspire us with a contempt and estrangement which is difficult to reconcile with the anxious care which the condition of a sick person requires. Let those who have charge of this poor sick person take good heed that this feeling of contempt and aversion does not enter their heart. True charity, remember, inspires compassion and not disdain. These are the words of a holy father. Should not that sick person who is inflicted with the union of several complicated illnesses excite your pity in a higher degree? And should not your cares be all the more earnestly bestowed as he appears to be in danger? The faults, it may be vices, of the sick man if they increase his misery, ought they not in the same proportion to excite your love? Take heed that your seal is not cooled nor your charity extinguished, by the ingratitude with which your services may be repaid. The less you receive from men, the more you may expect from God. Your devotion will be only more sincere, more supernatural, and more meritorious. You will be less in danger of acting from human views and natural motives, and the treasure ye are laying up for yourselves, placed entirely in the hands of God, will be better protected from that secret self-complacence, which, like annoying worm, stains and corrupts our best actions. Take heed lest you lose sight of the soul in your care for the body, and lest restricting your cares and pretensions to corporal health and temporal life, your actions are left in the deplorable condition of purely natural works, and do not rise to the elevation of the grace and dignity of the Christian. Habit, if we do not take care, will almost invincibly lead us to submit to the law of nature, and tends continually to withdraw us from the dominion of faith. Negligence insensibly succeeds to seal Soon we shall only see the man where we ought to see the Christian, and we end by beholding only a body in a state of dissolution, where faith ought above all to discover an immortal soul, created in the image of God and redeemed by the blood of the Saviour. Take heed finally that your impatience, your ill-temper, your hardness do not rob you of a large share of your reward, at the same time that they take from you a portion of the influence which you might exercise for the good of souls, if you knew how to win them by gentleness and cordial love. If this charity ought to be practised towards all men with regard to the sick, 
it should clothe itself in all its loveliness and display all its brightness and rare beauty. End of chapter 5 Recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare in County Antrim, Northern Ireland, situated in the northeast of the island of Ireland.